You're listening to She Seeks Pearls, a podcast to lead you into bettering your days through seeking pearls of living that we uncover together. I'm your host, Dorothy, and in this podcast, we discuss vital pieces of wisdom learned that even in the chaos of life, help us to enjoy our days more. Join me. Hey everyone, today I want to share with you how I manage my time by planning out my week so I can get as much stuff done off my to-do list as possible. I always look forward to planning my week, like going over my to-do list and my goal list and just plan out the times when I can knock them off the to-do list altogether. So first I'll share with you some of my goals that I'm working on right now, just so that I can share examples with you of how I plan out my week. Uh, I know I mentioned one of my previous goals this year was to learn how to shoot a compound bow, But now that I'm pregnant and do literally during archery season, it is just not a goal for me anymore this year. So I'll readdress that for next year. Some of my current goals include preparation for my son's arrival in October, as well as preparing for that postpartum recovery period. Um, Also, I'm working on uh, doing a deep declutter of my entire house yet again. Um, And another goal is to catch up on some of my memory maintenance, which I did talk about recently. So to prepare for my son's arrival, I have separate goals of prep for my baby and then also prep for postpartum because there are very different things on those to-do lists. So I just separated them into two different goals because they're two different time frames in my mind. Um, Plus, it helps me to feel like I knocked a goal off the to-do list by separating those time periods. And for my home decluttering goal, that's also kind of part of preparing for my baby's arrival because I don't want to be looking at clutter while nursing my newborn. So I'm just getting really like ahead of it and doing my deep decluttering now before he arrives. So I'm giving myself a deadline of um, doing the deep home decluttering before my baby arrives. I do my best to routinely declutter and hit an area of my home every week, but I I tend to get a little bit lousy and kind of slack off in the first trimester of my pregnancies, and that's just what happened with this pregnancy as well, especially with already having a baby at home. Um, I just got behind on some of those routine tasks because I was just feeling very tired and didn't have much motivation, and I'm sure if any of you listening have had children, you know what I'm talking about. Um, So now that I'm I'm in the second trimester, I've got this burst of energy again, so I'm trying to catch up and even get ahead on some tasks so I can even more relax and enjoy time with this baby when he arrives. And for the memory maintenance goal, that's just my goal of catching up on my memory maintenance. So that's the journal for my daughter, um, my yearbook photo albums, um, again, during my first trimester and then some actually, I just really just lacked the motivation to keep up with these routine tasks. So I just got behind on them and keeping up with this journal for my daughter and doing these photo books is just so valuable to me. So I am making the time for it so I can continue what will hopefully be a legacy of memories that we can all look back on, you know, years down the road. 
So those are my goals to prepare for my son's arrival and the postpartum period after having him to catch up on memory maintenance and to yet again do a deep decluttering of my entire home. When you don't keep up with this stuff, time goes by really fast and stuff accumulates really quick. So I'm working on it right now because I know during the postpartum period, I'm not going to spend the time doing it compared to spending the time resting and bonding with my newborn and caring for my daughter. So I'm really just trying to chip away at these goals so I can better enjoy this exciting time for my family this fall and not feel stressed or anxious about getting behind on keeping up with my routine household stuff. I know people would say, oh, it's fine, you know, you just have a baby, and yes, my priority then at that point would be to take care of my children, (laughs) but I feel like if I have the time now to just kind of plug away at my to-do list and kind of catch up, if not even get ahead, I'm going to do that, because then I personally would feel like even more relaxed and ready to enjoy all that quality time that I'll have with my kids when they arrive, uh, when he arrives in the fall. Okay, so when I plan out my week, I always grab my paper planner. I cannot stand using electronics to keep track of events and things. It just drives me crazy, and I feel like I'd lose track of something that way. So good old pen and paper it is. So I get out my planner and my goal lists. Under each goal, I have multiple tasks that need accomplished to like achieve that goal. So for my memory maintenance catch-up goal, I have a list of everything I need to catch up on, like at what point in my daughter's journal do I need to catch up on? And for my yearbooks, what year and month you know, do I need to catch up on? And so on. So I have all of those things written down as a list under each goal. For my goal of prep for baby boy, I have things like get a bassinet and buy another video monitor and stuff like that. Um, They're just kind of like a once and done kind of thing on this uh, list of preparation for his arrival. I also have tasks such as make freezer meals and I list a bunch of ideas of freezer meals I could make. I have each of these tasks kind of timed out by month so that I have a rough estimate of when I need to achieve each task to make sure I'm on target to meet my goal. So I'm due mid-October, so I put the task of wash baby boy's clothes in October so that they're fresh and clean and ready for when he arrives. Stuff like that. It just helps me to just kind of organize the whole list by like months so that I know what needs done kind of like now and what really doesn't need to be done until like a few weeks before his arrival. Like I'm not going to pack a hospital bag right now. I've got time. So I'm going to work on everything else. And then, you know, obviously put the, the task of, you know, packing my hospital bag in preparation for his arrival in October. So, and for my goal of doing a deep decluttering of my house, I listed each area of my home and just separated them equally among the next few months. I want to get it all done by August or September so that I'm not having to do a ton of decluttering while being super pregnant. So I just assigned each area of my home to a certain month or time frame, so it spaced out all of the tasks evenly, and I know how much I need to get done each month or each week to just keep up with it all. And for my postpartum prep, I have tasks for things that will happen during my postpartum period like um, get this person a birthday present or even buy Christmas presents because 
um, those things are going, those kind of events are going to be happening during the postpartum period. So I'm thinking ahead of time, like what's going to be going on in my friends and family circle, you know, right after I have this baby that I can prepare ahead of time for if possible, and I can buy them a gift ahead of time. So, um, that's what I did with my daughter. Um, before she was born, I took into account, you know, whose birthdays were coming up and everything. And I kind of tried to prepare for those and buy them a gift ahead of time. So I, I already had my friends and family, their gifts. I had them wrapped, they were ready to go. And then, you know, after I had my daughter and then their birthdays would come about, you know, then when we'd get a chance to get together, then I had a gift already ready for them to give them. And it's not like I had to think, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to get this person a present. I know they'd understand because I just had a baby, but I feel bad because I don't want to forget about them either. You won't have to worry about any of that if you try to just plan ahead and consider what events are going to happen after, you know, say having a baby in my example, you know, what birthdays are going to happen, what other, you know, big things like that are going to happen that you can prepare for now. So those are a lot of the things on my postpartum prep to-do list include preparing for events that are going to happen immediately after or during the time when I would be due with my son. So that's just to explain how I'm working on each of my goals in a timely fashion. And maybe I'll do another podcast episode straight on how to separate all of your to-dos into appropriate categories. So maybe that will end up being next week's episode. We'll see. Um, When I do my weekly planning, I always grab, like I said, that paper planner. I grab my goals list and um, my general to-do list. So when I open up my planner, I first check to see what I already have scheduled, like when I work at the hospital, um, and what family events we have going on. Um, like if Jack has a softball game, stuff like that. I look at those events that are already scheduled and I consider if I need to do anything to prepare for that event. Like if we're going to a friend's house, you know, what am I bringing to contribute for that meal? Or am I supposed to bring a dessert? You know, That way I can plan out the time needed to go to the grocery store and actually make that food and everything. Same thing with work. I need to make sure that I do, in fact, have a babysitter lined up so that I know I'm good to go. Once I've looked over all of my pre-scheduled things, I can truly see what gaps I have in my schedule that I can plug in some items from my goal list to-dos and my general to-dos. My general to-dos can be anything from my routine task list, like what I do just every week on a routine basis, like certain cleaning tasks, stuff like that. Or it can be a once and done kind of thing, like install locks on my daughter's dresser drawers so she stops taking out all of her clothes and throwing them all over the floor. So because I have quite a few goals that I want to accomplish, I just start plugging in those into my planner. For my memory maintenance catch-up goal, I evenly spaced out the tasks so I can get my journaling caught up on before this baby arrives and so that I know how much I need to get done in a week. Um, I just plug it into a free day on my planner. And then I go through each of my goals and pick those tasks off that goal list and plug them into my free days or whatever free time that I have. Once I've put all of my to-dos on my planner from each of my goals, then I move on to my general to-do list. I keep my general to-do list on Google Docs and I just type up my tasks in order of urgency. So when I 
pull up my Google Docs page and I look at that general to-do list, it's easy to just look at the list and see which tasks I should prioritize doing because I already have them in order of urgency. So then I can just plug them in according to that list. You know, however many I want to or whatever I think I can do that week, I'll just pull off of my Google Docs page and I'll just write that into my planner in the empty spaces that I have. And then the last thing that I would do would be meal planning. I always save this for last because meals are just annoying. I mean, I'm just, I'm not a fan of really making food. I can definitely get lazy with that and then just end up eating snacks all day long, um, which is a terrible habit, but it's something that I just am not very passionate about. Like I don't love to have to cook all the time. I get really tired of doing it. And so I save that meal planning portion for last when it comes to planning out my week, because then I will plan the meals according to whatever we have going on that day. You know, like if, if it's just going to be me and my daughter at home, or if my husband's going to be there, cause that'll change some of the things that we eat. Cause there's, you know, some things he likes a lot more than other things. And I like to just make the food that he likes best stuff like that. Or like if we have a super busy day, I know that that's going to be a time when I'm not going to be making the homemade grilled pizza. I will be making one of the meals I made in the freezer that I can just throw in the oven and let it heat up, something like that. So I definitely save meal planning for last when it comes to planning out my week so that I can plan um, the food appropriately because making food is just, it's just a lot. I mean, you have to first figure out what the heck you're going to make. You have to make it and then you have to clean it all up. So I plan my meals according to whatever's going on that week. So I always save meal planning for last so that I don't set myself up for failure by planning an elaborate meal on a super busy day. So if you haven't listened to it, uh, episode two of this podcast goes over the meal list and that's where I discuss um, my helpful tips on how I use something that I call the meal list to help me plan my meals and make it a little bit easier on your brain by making less decisions. So um, if you're into meal planning and you want to kind of learn a little bit more about that, check out episode two. In my opinion, that's a great one to kind of get you started on lightening that load of meal planning each week. Okay, so that's pretty much the weekly planning part. Day by day, I will often plan out my to-do list hour by hour so that I can get it all done that day. Or I will separate different tasks into different time frames like do these when my daughter is awake or save these to do when my daughter goes down for a nap or do this when my husband comes home for work, something like that. Sometimes the hour by hour planning works out well for me, but often I've found that planning out my to-do list by time frames, um, you know, if I'm going to plan out my to-do list like in one day, if I'm going to try to get it all done in one day and space out my time appropriately. Um, I found that arranging it by time frame of when my daughter is awake versus asleep has helped out a lot because there's certain things like recording this podcast episode, for example, that are just so much more easy to be done while the baby is asleep. (laughs) So that's the basics of how I plan out my week. I review all of my already scheduled events going on, like doctor's appointments and work schedules, etc. Then I review my goal list items and I plug those tasks in that are higher priority to get done. And then I do the same with my general to-do list that I have. And then I plan out my meals last. 
So then after my tasks are all planned out for the week, if I want to, you know, to space out all of those tasks that day, you know, either hour by hour or time frame by time frame, I'm only doing that either the morning of, you know, that day when I'm doing all that stuff or the night before that day. I'm not going to go through the whole entire week and plan it all out hour by hour for every single day of the week. That's just insane. Only do it one day at a time because, you know, one day you might not be able to get that one thing done and that happens a lot so you have to push it to the next day and if you already had that day planned out hour by hour and then you have to readjust that because now you have another thing to add to the list for that day it's just going to be a mess so if you're going to plan out your day that particularly only do it the morning of that day or the night before that day that you're going to plan it out hour by hour so that's just my advice So start planning your week if you haven't already so that you can make the most of the time that you have and start getting stuff done and knocked off your to-do list. I think we can all feel a certain amount of anxiety when we look at our to-do lists, but in my experience, that anxiety turns into like a motivation, kind of like a challenging attitude. Because when I have my to-dos planned out and timed out on paper, it kind of becomes like a challenge to me. Like, oh yeah, now I can get all this done, you know, like, see how let's see if I can get it done even quicker than the time that I allotted you know because now I can see that those tasks are achievable because I set aside time to get them done so after I plan out my to-dos I really get a sense of being challenged to see how much and how quick I can get those things done from my to-do list thanks for listening and happy planning